Welcome to Lessons from Earth School, a podcast where we deep dive into real stories of healing and transformation. Stories that resonate with the depths of your soul, that give you a new perspective, and that bring you a feeling of being less alone in the world. Come for the wisdom, stay for the laughs, and leave transformed. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Lessons from Earth School podcast. In this episode, I'm talking all about life as an immigrant. And this is actually take two of this podcast. I recorded an episode on this topic and while editing it, I decided I didn't like it because... I don't know, it just seemed a little bit like a little bit negative and maybe that's not quite the right word. Maybe maybe bitter is the the right word to use as to kind of how it felt and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't conveying that energy and kind of infecting other people with that energy. My intention with this podcast is to help everyone who isn't an immigrant or who can't relate to this topic specifically get a better understanding of what life is like for us. And I wanted all of the people who can resonate with this story, and I'm sure the vast majority of you can in some way, shape or form, even if you aren't an immigrant yourself or your parents weren't, maybe you resonate to growing up with a lack of resources or some aspect of this story that resonates for you and speaks to you and gives you that feeling of acknowledgement and hope and power because those are the feelings I want to convey on this episode and every episode that I record and I'm very intentional about this podcast being uplifting and inspiring and yes true and authentic but I don't want any negative energy to kind of spread out and multiply in the world. I think we have enough of that already and I refuse to allow this podcast to be another source of that. So that is something I'm not standing for any longer. I'm putting my foot down with myself and I am making sure that my messages are clear in conveying those messages of hope and community and togetherness and understanding each other on a whole new level. Because I truly feel that A lot of the things that we hate and that we fear in life is because we don't know them. I think a lot of things like racism and sexism comes from a lack of understanding because once you understand someone's position and someone else's reality and have a bit of like empathy of being able to put yourself in their shoes it's almost impossible to hate someone after you understand them. 
And I believe that's the case for pretty much everyone. So that's something that I really want to convey. And that's something that I stand for as a whole. And I really want my values of integrity and authenticity and, you know, positive upliftment without spiritually bypassing the very real and negative things that do happen and have happened. But I don't want to dwell on them because what we give attention to is what we give energy to. And I'm really done with putting my focus and attention and energy on the past and things that have happened or not happened and things that perhaps I would change if I could, but really I don't want to. And I try and live my life in a way where I don't have regrets and I don't regret the things, even the negative things that have happened to me in my life because they have shaped me in some way. And I would not give up the person I am today for anything. And if that means living through those things, then so be it because who I am on the other side of that is nothing short of spectacular in my view. And nothing short of something that I didn't think I would ever achieve or ever be. And I think that's a really good way of starting this podcast. And I do want to talk to some themes that I think a lot of you will resonate with. And then I also want to talk about the really, really positive aspects of being an immigrant or being a child of immigrants. Because I moved to Australia from Hungary, which is where I was born, when I was two years old. So while technically I am an immigrant myself, it's almost like I'm the first generation after after that. So the first thing that kind of came to me when I was thinking about this topic, which I've really wanted to speak on, is this inherent feeling of not belonging that never really goes away. And this is something that I never really kind of realized that I experienced until I went back to Hungary in my late 20s. And it was like this part of me could finally relax. It was like this part of me that had been taken out of its original environment and then in this case taken back and it could finally just relax and it's that part of me that connects to my culture and my heritage and the way that it manifests is like being in a place where everyone knows how to for example pronounce and spell my name without me having to spell it or someone questioning every single letter as I spell it and asking me, are you sure that's right? Is that your first name or your last name? All these things that they do really cut you every time it happens. And it kind of happens all the fucking time. So you forget how shitty of a feeling it is because you kind of suppress it. Every time it happens, you're like, oh, you can't, you can't make a big deal out of it because then you'll always be stuck in the negativity, right? But I had this experience of going back to Hungary and everyone's like, 
you know, everyone knew how to say my name and spell it without without questioning me about this part of my own identity. And there it is not a foreign name and no part of me is foreign. It's just normal. It's like taking a fish out of water and then putting it on land. And then everyone's like, why are you like that? Why are you flapping around? That's not normal. That's not how the rest of us are acting. But you put the fish back in the water and it's like the fish around it are like, it, this is all perfectly normal how you're behaving. It's it's like the place where you can swim, where the people around you are also swimming just as you are. And there's this feeling of community, which of course you can create in countries that are not your own or not your country of origin but there's this certain feeling that I think really speaks to our primal sense of belonging and that primal need to belong because we are tribal creatures our brains have not evolved significantly since we were living as cavemen and women in tribes and our tribe was our key to survival And so when we have that feeling of having a tribe around us, there's part of our nervous system that can just relax in a way that no other thing around it can help it relax. It's like, yes, sure, other things can help us. But I truly think that one of the things that soothes our nervous system the most and helps us be able to feel safe in the world is this sense of community or tribe around us. And I think that that's really important and that's something that we can certainly create even if we live in a country that is not our own and the people around us look and behave and, you know, go through life in a way that's very different to us. I mean, I look around now, all the people that I deem my closest friends We come from different backgrounds, but often we have some similarity in our story or some similarity in our values or something about us resonates with each other. And so we can find our tribe through other things that resonate with each other as well, not just our country of origin, but certainly that is a factor that can speak to that part of us that seeks our own community. Another thing that I wanted to acknowledge in us immigrants is this unconscious, unspoken pressure, although sometimes it can be spoken, of making our parents' sacrifices worth it because unconsciously we see our parents' struggle often. And we see our parents struggle with money, trying to make ends meet. And part of us knows, either because they told us or society has told us or we've realized, that they have made this sacrifice of changing countries in order to give us children better opportunities and a better chance at life and being successful and fulfilled and all of those incredible things. And with that, I think, comes this unconscious pressure to make 
that worth it. So it's kind of like you're shouldering your own burdens for success in your life and you're shouldering your parents' desires for you and your own life as well because your success equates to their success. So there's kind of this enmeshment at that level. And often we can kind of see that manifest in the fact that the children of immigrants often choose professions such as doctor or lawyer or engineer or these professions where we can truly, I guess, achieve success in the way that society paints it. And it's amazing to see the levels of success that immigrants and their children have achieved particularly in the context of the hardships that they have come from and the hardships that they started in like I started when we moved to Australia we lived in government housing my parents didn't speak English they went to TAFE and did courses to learn English while trying to make ends meet My mum was an ironing lady when we moved here and then eventually my parents started to find jobs that were relatively stable, um, although we were very, very much working class for a really long time and I remember in my childhood, because we don't know any different and so I used to think like two-minute noodles was like three star Michelin dining like you know the creme de la creme of gourmet dining um two minute noodles and you know a tin of tuna on bread and sometimes at the end of a pay cycle before my parents got paid we would have bread and milk for dinner because that's all we had left and that's all we could afford until the money came in again so I I know what it's like to have nothing and the thing is often when we have nothing we've got no security net to fall back on we can't fall back on our parents money because they don't have any so often we catapult ourselves into these high-powered careers and we don't have a plan b because we we don't have the space for it plan b doesn't exist we have to succeed and that's why immigrants often do succeed it's because there's no other choice there's no safety net there's no plan b and one of the difficulties that i do want to touch on is sometimes when we do end up in those fields We end up surrounded by people who've had very different upbringings to us and we end up being surrounded sometimes by those people that look down on us because we didn't go to the right schools, we don't know the right people, we don't move in the right circles and in my case sometimes you're told that you know you need to take etiquette lessons because when you do go out to a fancy dinner with your work you don't know which bread is yours you don't know which drink is yours and you end up making social faux pas or however you say that word English was my second language can you tell there's a few words that I say that I 
I still don't know how to say them. I should learn before, especially before I try and say them on a podcast episode. But anyway, I'm all about authentic self-expression. So here we are. Um, And, you know, we end up in these social settings where we do, you know, quote the wrong thing and we don't know. So I did get told by one person once that I needed to take etiquette classes. So if you're in that boat too, so am I. It doesn't matter who the fuck cares if you use the wrong fork for, you know, entrees and whatever. Like, who cares? Anyway, rant over. Um, so the issue is that sometimes we end up in these fields where the people around us seem very different to us. And we sometimes get into our heads and feel that we don't belong. So I want to remind you that you belong exactly where, wherever the fuck you desire to be in life. It doesn't matter if it's the boardroom or the C-suite, or the CEO, or a doctor operating on someone to save their life. It does not matter. Or if you're a teacher, or you're a mother, it doesn't matter. You deserve to be exactly wherever the hell you want to be. And you deserve it just as much as anyone else in the room. And I'm pretty passionate about that, because... It's something that has impacted me a lot, Um, kind of this, you know, never being told directly that you don't deserve to be here, but having this subconscious belief that I do that has been kind of perpetuated by little things that people have said to me. And I just want to, you know, remind anyone who's listening that you deserve all the success that comes to you, you deserve to be wherever the hell you want to be, in whatever position you want to be, because I just know that the mentality of people like us are to work hard and to put our heart and soul into everything we do, and whoever can do something with passion will do it a thousand times better than someone who just knows a bunch of things and is regurgitating it or is doing something because that's what their father did or their grandfather or whatever. When we do something with our whole heart and our whole self, we will always kick it out of the park. And sometimes we come across people who are racist or have prejudices or biases against us, but that's a reflection of them and their insecurity and I know that it's really hard to not take things personally and I kind of have to remind myself to do this too and I'm getting better at this but what other people say and do and how they behave is a reflection of how they feel about themselves what people say to other people they also say to themselves and so when people say nasty things to you you can pretty much guarantee that that's what their internal dialogue to themselves sounds like. Because people who are kind to themselves are kind to others. And people who are mean to themselves are mean to others. So I know that sometimes that doesn't help or make it any easier to hear 
or be the victim of racism and things like that. And I've been told to go back to where I came from and all of those things as well. And that's the thing. I live in Australia and the person who said that was not an indigenous inhabitant of this land who would be the only person, you know, Indigenous Australians, First Nations people, be the only people who would have the right to say to someone in a way that's factually accurate, go back to where you came from because everyone here is an immigrant in some, like from some generation. So the fact that this person who wasn't a First Nations person said this to me, I just thought, wow, like you must have heard that or that's how you must feel about yourself. And it doesn't make it any less difficult to hear in the moment. But I just wanted to say that as a reminder to maybe help someone who has experienced those sorts of comments to please, please don't take it personally and please don't change what you do or who you are or how you turn up or don't feel like you don't deserve to be somewhere just because someone else says that. That's a reflection of their stuff. It has nothing to do with you. And if you listen to my episode on jealousy, it's it's like the same sort of thing. We're nasty to people and jealous of people who have something that we desire and that we don't feel that we can obtain ourselves. I say that because... All of that that I just said is a reflection of that person's internal world and how they feel about themselves. And it's never got anything to do with the other person. So I just wanted to say that. But one thing we really have to do is really take care of ourselves and acknowledge ourselves for getting so far with so little. Like we are so resourceful. And I've always been a super, super resourceful person. And that's something that is such an important skill and something that serves me every single day. And I think when you grow up poor, you really learn to appreciate everything. You appreciate every slice of bread, every, every dollar. And as I've gone further down my career, sometimes I've lost sight of that. And it's always helpful for me to remember and to appreciate what I have because I remember what it's like to have nothing and to have uncertainty of housing and things like that. So I think it's really important to be kind to ourselves and give ourselves credit when it's due. And... I also wanted to touch on the benefits, of course, of being an immigrant. And of course, the number one thing would have to be the absolutely unbeatable work ethic. And this underdog energy, particularly in my perspective, that fuels me. And something that I've always felt super like, just like it throws fuel on my fire So when people underestimate me, count me out or overlook me, I just think, thank you. And now I'm about to show you just how wrong you are and just how much that was a bad move. 
And so in, in my career, it's actually benefited me to be so underestimated by, you know, opponents and people around me because it's just really fueled me and made me work harder and made me become smarter. And again, it's, it's other people's biases and prejudices that end up being a disservice to them because when you have prejudices and biases, you can't see things objectively. And when you can't see things objectively and you're seeing them through such a distorted lens, you're not playing in reality where everyone else is. You're kind of off in your own world seeing things not as they are, but as you are. And sure, we all see things as we are, but when we're conscious of our biases and our prejudices, we can check ourselves and remind ourselves oh, this is a bias or a prejudice that's coming up and it's not the truth. And when we can remind ourselves of that, we eliminate that distortion from our lens and we can see a situation for how it really is, which will always benefit us and generally also benefit the people around us. So one of the other amazing things is about us is that we have this incredible sense of calculated risk and reward. It's like it's in our DNAs and that's why we often end up being so successful is because often we had no choice and maybe we had nothing to lose, but we had everything to gain and we just threw ourselves 100% into some form of endeavor And I think when you go at something with such passion and enthusiasm, it almost is like way more important than any qualification or piece of paper that you might have, because the energy that you bring to something affects its outcome. And I think it affects its outcome in a much bigger way than other inputs do. And I think... Again, we need to be proud of ourselves for building our lives and success from the ground up without privilege, without anything handed to us, without generations of wealth before us, without a safety net. And we are the cycle breakers. And sometimes we have to not only break cycles of poverty, but the poverty consciousness that comes with that. And that guilt that comes with, you know, finally being able to have some money to spend on luxuries, but then not having the mentality to allow yourself to do that without guilt. So it's almost like we spend our whole entire lives deconditioning from that lack mentality and that mentality, um, you know, those aspects of our mentalities that don't serve us anymore once we're out of survival mode, when we have a bit of breathing space and we have a bit of room to play with, we have to remind ourselves that it's okay to play and it's safe for us to enjoy the pleasures of life. We don't always have to be working so hard. In fact, I don't think we should. I think once we have created that level of safety and security for ourselves, We owe it to ourselves to enjoy the fruits of our labor. So 
if you are an immigrant or your parents are immigrants or you otherwise resonate with this episode, I really hope that it's inspired you to remind yourself to acknowledge yourself for how far you've come, the risks you've taken and the incredible life that you have created for yourself. And remind yourself that you are creating a legacy that didn't exist before you. You are the one creating it and you'll be able to get to the end of your life knowing that you gave everything you had and made it in a country that wasn't your own to begin with, but you made it your own in the end. And if you know anyone who is an immigrant, please, please, please support them, hire them, acknowledge them, tell people about their businesses Share their work on social media or with your friends and colleagues. Because imagine moving to another country where you don't know the language and making it there, where you don't have a safety financial net, where you don't have anything. It's not easy. And so a little bit of kindness and support and appreciation and understanding and empathy goes a really, really long way. And so please share this episode with anyone who you think it might resonate with or help and just tell them that you think that they are the bee's knees or whatever the appropriate saying is you have in your own country. And regardless of who you are and whether you're not, whether or not you resonated with this episode, acknowledge yourself for how far you've come in your life. Regardless of what your background is, it takes like life's hard and we all experience shit and trauma and grief and things that we never thought that we'd experience. Feel like we all come into this life having these, you know, dreams and ideas of what our life will look like and it always ends up looking completely different there's always things that you end up experiencing that you thought you'd never experience and just acknowledge yourself for getting through everything that you've gotten through and if you feel like you're kind of just putting one foot in front of the other and getting through each day as it comes I totally get it because I've been there and in that space I'd like to tell you even though it might feel a bit hollow when you're still in it that it won't always be like that that you know I wish I could tell like there's a part of my life that I lived in like such this deep depression that I didn't think that I could ever get out of and I wish I knew then what I know now And this is why I'm telling you that better days are coming. And I know that sounds cliche to say, but cliches are cliches because they're true. They've stood the test of time. And I promise you, things can change in an instant. And even if things are really shit for a really long time, they will absolutely a thousand percent change because change is the only constant And so when you're in something really shit, you can be pretty sure that any change is likely to be positive. So 
there's a positive aspect to that as well. And these are the kinds of things that I just want to remind you of and remind myself of because whenever I create these episodes, I'm also talking to myself. And I think it's just really important to like acknowledge ourselves for getting through. And sometimes we are always just looking at the next thing to achieve and the next milestone and the next, you know, goal. And that's really great to have your, put your attention and focus on a particular direction because that will help navigate you there. But it's also really important to appreciate and acknowledge yourself for how far you've come and give yourself the understanding that you seek from other people and give yourself the acknowledgement that you seek from other people because no one will acknowledge you more than you acknowledge yourself. So if you want more acknowledgement, acknowledge yourself more. And I don't think we can acknowledge and appreciate ourselves enough. I don't know, maybe we should all just go to a journaling exercise after this when we when we can of just like list out all the shit that you have survived to date. When I did this, gosh, I feel like half a exercise book and it helped me release so many emotions that I still was holding onto from these old events and it also made me realize just how much shit I have experienced and then gotten to the other side of so when we are experiencing shit again which we will inevitably do life is full of challenges but we've got to turn those challenges into opportunities and they can be incredibly powerful opportunities for growth if we let them be but we do have to like sometimes look back not to dwell on the past but to acknowledge how powerful and how resourceful and amazing we are from forgetting through all of that because that's what helps build resilience and I think that's really important for this topic as well is just knowing that you know, we've we've gotten through hard, crappy things before and so we can do it again and we can particularly navigate things successfully and with a lot more help and benefit when there's community by our side. So I want to leave you on this note of finding your community wherever that is And maybe you don't look the same. Maybe you all have names and cultures from all over the world, but it doesn't matter. All we care about is being seen and like really seen by the people around us, understood and welcomed in, regardless of where in the world that is and where in the world we came from, because we all belong everywhere. I truly believe that there is one race and that's the human race. So I want to leave you on that topic. I hope this episode was helpful and inspiring to you. And remember to go do that journaling exercise, acknowledging yourself for everything that you've created for yourself in your life and that you've gotten through. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Lessons from Earth School. If you loved this episode, please leave a review on Spotify or iTunes and check out the show notes for more information on where to find us. See you in another episode.